Hey, 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 episode 46 of the Struggle Play Podcast starts now, starts right now, happy Monday, hey, hey, happy Monday, oh wait, I'm not even playing the song right now, because I need y'all to know whose side I'm on, you already know who I'm rocking with, the sun will set on my time here, and rise as the new king, and this will all be mine, my freshest J's, I ain't slept days. Yeah! Girl, you gon' make me late undressing me. No, you ain't seen me since yesterday. But see, I, I got, got a date, date with destiny. destiny. Cause this is some of that I life changed. Hope asked me, is you ready for it? I looked around at all these nice things. Told him, nigga, you, you already know, know it. it. You know who I'm with. Straight through this bitch. Yeah. Talk to him, Cole. Huh. Bitch, I'm the man of the year. What you supposed to do when the OG niggas don't get it? Lost what was once theirs, but they won't quit it. Homie, it's a new era. Middle finger to the suit wearers. Let me show you how to move in a room for the dudes that don't got a fucking clue how to do this. Probably work with Cube, so to them, this a Rubik. <sighs> Why did this man have to start trouble? But fine, if you want to give me a reason to talk about my favorite rapper on my own podcast, then let's get it. Set it off on my left. Set it off on my right. I said, lick all of my breath. Bitches all in my sight. I said, real niggas trying to fuck. Fuck niggas won't fight. I said, gunshots into the air. But I ain't scared for my life. I said, yeah, <laughs> God flow, paint a picture like a young Pablo. Picasso, niggas say live fast, die young, so I drive slow and pray I die old. And the drop with the top low, met a bad bitch from Chicago. My hat wasn't cocked, yo. Kept it straight, shit, cause y'all know. And if not, you'll learn how them niggas in the shot go. I ain't fucker, but I'm thinking about it. My niggas say, why you gotta think about it? <sighs> Damn, all right, I got it off my chest. We'll address the elephant in the room. Oh man, I just got so excited. I didn't even properly start off this podcast, man. Damn, I didn't even get the microwave or or the right theme song, but we still gonna keep the same energy, alright? But let's act like that first three minutes didn't even happen, okay? Let's start over with some female empowerment, but with a dash, just a dash of ratchetness. Hey, hey, hey! Last year was underrated, now my rate different. Now my cake different. Switch the recipe, I bake different. When juicy on the set in the club, I shake different. I hop, I 
out of the truck, I'm drippy as fuck. Toast liquor, post pictures, how I get to the bucks. I don't fuck with foul bitches, no chickens or ducks. Get my real ones, my last and won't give you a fuck. The kitty gets sucked, I got big cities to crush. Got goals way bigger than my titties to touch. It's hard work, not luck, shit is gritty as fuck. Fresh face, ponytail, still pretty as fuck. I'm all smiles cause you horses a joke. Me and Molly went brazy, straight water like the force was broke. Uh. Hey, 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 I got that shit on me. You hoes can never get to me. Walking around flexing all that fake ass jewelry. Well, there you go. All right. I'm on the lady side as well. I, I, I'm with y'all. Okay. Look, 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 look. I just got a little excited. You know what I'm saying? I get excited. So. Welcome to episode 46 of the Struggle Plate Podcast. I'm your one and only host, Doug. Remember, guys, remember, every single song that is played on this podcast is available right now on a playlist that's on Spotify. Uh, what else we got? Apple, Tidal, and SoundCloud. And if you're looking for that playlist, all you have to do is look on my social media pages my twitter and my instagram and my facebook which is all it all goes by the name of north side doug it's literally pinned on the tweet it's literally on the instagram post again that is north side doug if you heard some songs that you like you're like damn what's the name of that song all you have to do is just go on my social medias. And if you're that damn lazy, all you really have to do is look inside the episode description on where you're listening to this podcast. Because this podcast is available on all digital streaming platforms. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Play. All you got to do is just Google the Struggle Play podcast. Click on the episode description and you will find a link and a list full of all the songs that I'm going to play on this episode. All right. Now, let's address the elephant in the room. OK, it's really not an elephant in the room. OK, um, I'm definitely going to change my tone. So I'm definitely going to be fake right now. As much as I was playing that J. Cole music and let you know whose side I'm on. I was just excited to see my boy. Um you know, in the social media feeds for a bit. I'm excited to see that he was the talk. But at the end of the day, J. Cole and No Name Nip No Name Nipsey. Jesus. No Name Nipsey? How about No Name Gypsy? But now she just goes by No Name, and that's cool. So, they're basically in a little tiff, a beef. All because No Name posted, uh, she put out a tweet a few weeks ago saying, you know, where are all the celebrities at? Of standing up, speaking out against all the injustices that are happening in America. That's like the abbreviated version of it. And clearly Cole was in his feelings and he post and then he put out a song, a song called Snow in the Bluff. Oh, man. Here's my deal with it. And this is why I'm saying I'm about to be fake and phony from the beginning, because at the end of the day, I'm disappointed in both of them. If you know my stance about asking celebrities to speak out against these injustices, you know I'm not a fan of it because I clearly have stated and I truly believe that be the change that you want to see. Stop relying on others to help you out to make this change. 
the entire city of Minneapolis, Minnesota, demanded change without a single celebrity, without asking or looking for celebrities help. They burned that. They burned it to the ground. They burned that motherfucker to the ground. Okay. And then in so many other cities that we've seen. So I don't like that. And then to me, it's also telling other people what to do and how to react and how to respond. And this is the part that made me disappointed in Cole. You really, you truly have to check the temperature. In a time where change is literally happening in front of our eyes, is how can I say this? I believe in timing. I believe in good timing and I believe in bad timing. I think that this was terrible timing for Cole to put out a response. And it kind of showed his insecurities in a way, which really made me disappointed. Because if you know me, you know I love J. Cole. I am a J. Cole stan. Because I don't think he said really anything wrong at the end of the day. But you know it's a very slippery slope when you start critiquing black women. Okay? It, it's, it's very slippery. Because it's already dangerous enough to have a difference of opinion with another black person. But when you express your different opinion about a black woman, about a black woman, social media is going to take that and run with it. They're going to take that little spark and turn it into an entire wildfire. So I think it was very bad timing for Cole to do this because she really didn't say Cole's name in that tweet when she was asking about your favorite rappers to speak out. You know, she's basically like, where are they at? Where are they at? Where are they at right now? And she really didn't say Cole's name. But in the song, Cole definitely was saying, I feel like she's talking about me on the low. Like, dog, come on, man. Don't fall for the oldest trick in the book. And this like, ah, this is the part where I get discouraged as a J. Cole fan because you don't have to prove anything to anybody. You are out there marching on the streets, right? So so who cares? Who cares? Clearly, this was you projecting something else, man, and you're better than that. And why can't you have somebody cool to beef with? First, you beef with uh, Dickie Simmons, all because, you know, he made all these diss tracks about you because you talk shit about his older sister, um, Vanessa Simmons, for dissing you, you know, for not give, for not giving you any play. And then, like, Diggy just, like, releases a barrage of, like, attacks, you know, diss tracks. And you couldn't respond to a 16-year-old kid. It was tough to see. And now you you're responding to... A very intelligent black woman who so happens to be from my city. But like, come on, Cole. We have to do better than that. And I, like, it, it hurts because I hate seeing my legends fall for the okie doke. You know, because he says, because let's be, let's be true. Let's be real. He really, really didn't say anything 
that caused this much of an uproar. He really did it. He was just saying, I don't know all this shit. So why don't you teach me instead? So it's it's the insecurities came out, but he really wasn't attacking her. But this just wasn't the time or the place for that. Like, I felt like he just fell for the okie doke. And you are so much smarter than that. You are intelligent. You are deep. Just because you're not this super wokey woke hotep nigga doesn't mean that. You don't have an opinion that your voice doesn't matter and that you don't know shit. But here I am, just like everybody else, because I was watching on social media and how they turned this into a black man versus a black woman kind of deal. Yo, the world is literally on fire. OK, no, it's not on fire. There's smoke on the ground right now, because I guarantee him to you, there will be more fire to come out in these streets. That's all I have to say about it, man. I, I love you, Cole. Anybody who knows me knows I love Cole. But why can't you beef with somebody cool? Hmm? You can't beef with any of your peers because you're best friends with all of them. You're best friends with Kendrick. You're best friends with Wale. You're good friends with uh, Big Sean and Drake. Come on, Cole. We have to do better than that. We can't fall for the okie doke. All right. Now is the time where if we're going to say something, it has to be about uplifting the culture and really because you know how hard it is. You know the pushback you're going to get when you just critique or I don't even want to say a critique a black woman, but just like have a different opinion from a black woman about a black woman on a bigger platform. You know, they was going to come for you, Cole. And I'm glad you're standing by it. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you're standing you know, buy it because like you ain't got no choice, my man. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you laid your you made your bed, now you gotta lay in it. All right, all right, I'm done for real. I'm done for real because I don't want to talk about this anymore, man. Because it just really hurts for me to see my legends, you know, fall for the okie doke and for social media to be distracted and watching men and women project their past experiences into this situation when we are literally trying to fight for justice out on these very streets. Okay, story time. I want to change the mood and the tone because it'll eventually lead me into the song that I'm going to break down for this episode. I literally remember. <laughs> and I think of these uh, funny stories now during times of like drama and like tense and everything and distress that is happening with the world. I start thinking about funny things and funny times. Right. And I literally remember the time where I was freshly single brand new single and i like went to this party um yeah it's my it's my good friends it's my it's it my friends uh nikki's birthday party and i had a great time g i really did and i was brand new single like i was single like just that week single as fuck <laughs> and i literally remember all my friends trying to put me on, you know, you know how it is when you 
brand new single. Yeah, you gotta go get you some, get you some. I'm like, no, guys, I don't want to. I'm still hurt. My heart is broken. Okay, I just, I just don't even want to be here. But I just don't want to, you know, like on some bitch made shit, <laughs> you know. And they introduced me to this one chick. She was fine. She was really fine. She was very fine, actually. She was from New York. She's a New Yorker. And I introduced myself. We, you know, we had a little, little, little small talk, little small talk. And all of a sudden, I felt like all of my friends was, like, talking to her, hyping me up. But it was just, like, literally all five of my friends. So when I finally talked to her, you know, she was just looking at me. After like the fifth friend of mine I was like, yo, he's tall, he's dark, he's single, he has a job, he's from Chicago. Did I tell you that he's tall, single, and he has a job, and he's from Chicago? And old girl just looked at me like, really? And I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck. They overplayed their hand. They they did too much. They did the most. <laughs> they did too much. And like, God, that brings me like so many good memories because that was a time where now I was very depressed very depressed very you know i was fresh off a heartbreak i broke up with a woman that i thought i was gonna spend the rest of my life with literally and that moment right there puts a smile on my face now you know (laughs) because clearly i didn't get the number because old girl was turned off because she was like look at this uh loser ass nigga he can't even talk to me himself he gotta send all 10 of his friends you know, just to say that he likes me. Like, all I did was get one good dance in, and then that was it, because I really didn't have it in me. But it's so funny on how we try to find ways to uplift our own spirits, to be happy, to distract ourselves from the negative, from the stressful moments, right? Like, I even caught myself nodding my head to that uh, trash-ass song called Blueberry Fago. Terrible song. Terrible song. But it's catchy, right? And I like play this because it puts a smile on my face and it's kind of distracting from all the negative that's going on. That's how I cope. I cope during these stressful times by being involved in something that has nothing to do with the news because I work in the news. All we talk about is death and pandemic, death and pandemic. So like when I get home, I will watch some teenage romance TV shows or some super detective shows or some anime and then I'll read some books. But nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten, I'm, I'm over here Netflixing it up, watching these terrible teenage romance uh, shows like Riverdale. Um, what's that? What's that one called? Uh, All American. And I mean, terrible shows and especially those romance uh, movies like that's what I do. I watch the furthest thing away. So nine times out of ten, I'm watching The Bachelor. I'm watching Riverdale. I'm watching All American and I'm either reading a book. You know, real, like, I'm a cornball. I'm an L7 square at times. But that's how I cope and numb the pain. 
because I used to drink heavy all the time, you know, but not anymore. But some people do that. Some people cope and numb the pain of the stress by escaping through alcohol, weed or having sex all the time. So let's break down a song that really focuses on numbing the pain. The song that I'm going to break down for this episode is from YG and Kendrick Lamar. This song is called Really Be Smoking and Drinking. Let's go. I woke up this morning. I had a boner. I went to sleep last night with no bitch nigga. I was a loner. I be going through shit. Losing bitches and homies. If I don't make it with this rap shit nigga, I might be homeless. My mom's don't got a job. My pops checks ain't enough. If I ain't bringing home that money, my whole family is fucked. That's why I move like the mob. I'm watching movies too much. If niggas wanted you dead, what would you suggest? They wonder why I do drugs and hang with thugs. Since I made it, the city hated weight. Where is the love? I ride around with my gun. This is not for fun. I stay protected because my homie just took one to the lung. Had him on life support. Where this family support? He know who shot him, but he ain't even show up in court. Yeah, that's a real G nigga. He on a kill spree, nigga. The homie popped him, so I hope he don't kill me, nigga. This what I really be smoking. And I really be drinking. This what I really be smoking. And I really be drinking. This what I really be smoking. And I really be drinking. I be going through some things you don't know. What I be thinking is what I really be smoking, and I really be drinking. This what I really be smoking, and I really be drinking. This what I really be smoking, and I really be drinking. I, I chose this song because I deem it to be a part of a classic album, a part of YG's My Crazy Life, and this was the best song on the album. Not because it had Kendrick on there, but because. It was super West Coast. And I haven't broken down a lot of West Coast songs lately. It's really just been a lot of East Coast stuff, you know, and that's just stuff I grew up around. But I remember probably my true introduction to West Coast music because I I bought all of, I had all of Snoop, uh, Snoop Dogg's albums. But YG is when I really started like digging deep into West Coast artists at the time when he first came out. It was his song. You know, I remember hearing Tooted and Booted for the first time when I was in college because I stayed in a hallway where it was just full of people from Cali, all over uh, Cali, NorCal, SoCal. And Tooted and Booted was just like the greatest thing that could ever, you know, happen to me. And lo and behold, they was like, yo, that's not even the tip of it. That's not even the tip of the iceberg. So then I started discovering artists like Kid Ink, Tyga, Dom Kennedy, uh, Glasses Malone, Nipsey Hussle, and so on and so on and so on. So YG was definitely my introduction into like deep West Coast hip hop because his sound was super West Coast with the synthesizers, the pianos. And then I started seeing him getting co-signed by West Coast legends that I had never even heard about at that time. I'm talking about the likes of MC8, DJ Quick, Richie Rich, 
like literally all those old school bald headed West Coast rappers or the ones with the perms, dog, like all because of YG. And it was and I didn't even see Dr. Dre there. He was getting co-signed by all these legends and Dre was not in sight. And this song is the embodiment of that because it was produced by Terrace Martin. If you don't know who Terrace Martin is, he's basically responsible for To Pimp a Butterfly. All those jazz instruments and sounds, you know, To Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick's untitled album. Like, that's him all day, every day. Because on this song, he's playing the piano. He's playing the drums. And then, of course, you have Ty Dolla Sign also helping with the production credits on this and the writing credits as well with the melodies and DJ Mustard executive producing this album. He didn't produce this track, but you know, he had his hands in it and you have to remember at that time it was mustard dollar sign and YG. They were the big three. They were the big three in West coast, you know, hip hop. They ran that shit. They had the entire state on lock without a Dr. Dre cosign. Like, that's my favorite YG line of all time. I really got something to say. I'm the only nigga who made it out the West without Dre. Not a neck, not a knock on Dr. Dre, but he's saying he did it without the Dr. Dre cosign. Because Kendrick had the Dre cosign. If you think about it, Kendrick, he was birthed. He was like born you know, to lead West Coast. He was seven years old and Dr. Dre and Tupac were filming the music video for California Love right next to his house. So he saw that happen and he's Compton to the fullest. He's Compton like all day, every day, raised on the influences of N.W.A. And then for the simple fact that now he gets discovered by Dre. And Dre gives him that cosign, produces a lot of songs on his first album. And then he gets the pat, he gets the torch literally passed to him from Game and Snoop Dogg. So Kendrick was born for this, right? But YG snatched it. Okay. YG literally had the entire West Coast on lock. It was YG and DJ Mustard. They had it down packed. And then, of course, Ty Dolla Sign right there along with them. And this album, it all the production, like even the DJ who was scratching on this song, DJ Battlecat, Snoop Dogg's main DJ, like, come on, West Coast legends. You feel me? Minus Dre. He literally had everybody minus Dre. It was literally like this album, this song was just a 2014 version of the original roots of West Coast hip hop. And you can hear it. And you can definitely hear the pain and the struggle that YG is going through in this song. You can hear it. This entire first verse, like the attention grabber is amazing. I woke up this morning, I had me a boner. Like that gets me going. 
you know, pause. They don't get me going, but it catches my attention. When he follows on by saying, I went to sleep last night with no bitch. Nigga, I was a loner. So all of a sudden now he's depressed. He's alone in his own thoughts because he's not numbing the pain by fucking. You know, and he goes on by talking about him trying to make it in this rap career. Like, yo, if I don't make it in rap, yo, I'm going to be homeless. I ain't got no money. You know, my mom ain't got a job. My dad ain't got no money. He's sending me checks, but it ain't good. He's sending me bounce checks, bad checks. And then he goes on to talk about him growing up, right? Growing up in the streets, being influenced by all these gangster movies. Everybody knows that a like the <laughs> a nigga's favorite movie is Scarface, right? And then you have Goodfellas and The Sopranos, the TV shows. But he's talking about his influences and why he's so stuck and ingrained in this life on the streets but he's depressed about it it he, it makes him sad so he has to make it in rap he has to make it like there's no other choice because if he doesn't make it then he's going to be back homeless his mom's still going to be broke his dad's still going to be writing bad checks and like he even goes on to end this verse by talking about somebody that he grew up to, you know to love Somebody that he respects, you know, somebody who got shot. One of his closest friends got shot in the neck. Right. And he knew who shot him, but he won't snitch. So it's like this crazy cycle that YG is breaking down this life in the hood, this crazy lifestyle of just somebody being active. And I love it. I, I absolutely love it because it was different. It was different from any other West Coast artist that I was really hearing at the time because you could really hear the pain in his voice, right? And that's hip-hop at the end of the day. And that's what's going to make that artist transcend your coast. Because YG and Mustard, they had the party records on lock, all right? Left, right. Is my shit. I only play left, right when I'm in the club. <laughs> I only play it when I'm in the strip club, to be exact, because I don't really be going clubbing. But, you know, strip club, got to have that right there. Okay? And definitely tooted and booted. All that. But he, like, un he pulls back the veil. He pulls back the curtain and brings us into his world. And that's exactly what that first verse is giving us. I woke up this morning, I had a boner I went to sleep last night with no bitch snicker I was a loner, I be going through shit Losing bitches and homies If I don't make it with this rap shit nigga I might be homeless, my moms don't got a job My pops checks ain't enough If I ain't bringing home that money My whole family is fucked That's why I move like the mob I'm watching movies too much If niggas wanted you dead, what would you suggest? They wonder why I do drugs And hang with thugs Since I made it the city hated wait where is the love i ride around with my gun this is not for fun i stay protected because my homie just took one to the lung had him on life support where his family support he knew who shot him but he ain't even show up in court yeah that's a real jeep nigga he on a kill spree nigga the homie popped him so i hope he don't kill me nigga this what i really be smoking and i really be drinking this what i really be smoking and i really be drinking this 
When he follows on by saying, I went to sleep last night with no bitch, nigga, I was a loner. So all of a sudden now he's depressed. He's alone in his own thoughts because he's not numbing the pain by fucking, you know, and he goes on by talking about him trying to make it in this rap career. Like, yo, if I don't make it in rap, yo, I'm going to be homeless. I ain't got no money. You know, my mom ain't got a job. My dad ain't got no money. He's sending me checks, but it ain't good. He's sending me bounce checks, bad checks. And then he goes on to talk about him growing up, right? Growing up in the streets, being influenced by all these gangster movies. Everybody knows that a, like the, <laughs> a nigga's favorite movie is Scarface, right? And then you have Goodfellas and The Sopranos, the TV shows. But he's talking about his influences and why he's so stuck and ingrained in this life on the streets but he's depressed about it it he, it makes him sad so he has to make it in rap he has to make it like there's no other choice because if he doesn't make it then he's going to be back homeless his mom's still going to be broke his dad's still going to be writing bad checks and like he even goes on to end this verse by talking about somebody that he grew up to, you know to love Somebody that he respects, you know, somebody who got shot. One of his closest friends got shot in the neck. Right. And he knew who shot him, but he won't snitch. So it's like this crazy cycle that YG is breaking down this life in the hood, this crazy lifestyle of just somebody being active. And I love it. I, I absolutely love it because it was different. It was different from any other West Coast artist that I was really hearing at the time because you could really hear the pain in his voice, right? And that's hip-hop at the end of the day. And that's what's going to make that artist transcend your coast. Because YG and Mustard, they had the party records on lock, all right? Left, right. Is my shit. I only play left, right when I'm in the club. <laughs> I only play it when I'm in the strip club, to be exact, because I don't really be going clubbing. But, you know, strip club, got to have that right there. Okay? And definitely tooted and booted. But he pulls back the curtain and brings us into his world. I woke up this morning. I had a boner. I went to sleep last night with no bitch, nigga. I was alone. I be going through shit. Losing bitches and homies. If I don't make it with this rap shit, nigga, I might be homeless. My mom's don't got a job. My pops checks ain't enough. If I ain't bringing home that money, my whole family is fucked. That's why I move like the mob. I'm watching movies too much. If niggas wanted you dead, what would you suggest? They wonder why I do drugs and hang with thugs. Since I made it, the city hated. Wait, where is the love 
up, I ride around with my gun. This is not for fun. I stay protected cause my homie just took one to the lung. Had him on life support. Where his family support? He knew who shot him, but he ain't even show up in court. Yeah, that's a real G nigga. He on a kill spree, nigga. The homie popped him, so I hope he don't kill me, nigga. This what I really be smoking. And I really be drinking. This what I now, the start of the second verse is mad funny, right? Because the hook, I really be smoking, I really be drinking. It's just him talking about how stressed he is. But the minute he goes into the second verse, he's being stressed about his side piece trying to act like a man. Where the bitches irritating from all these questions she asked it. Like what bitches I fucked When, how, and where You ain't my main bitch So why the fuck do you care That's why bitches get fucked Now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute Do you know, God, do you, just imagine how crazy that would be If the name, of the, if the title of this episode would have been You ain't my main bitch So why the fuck do you care God, that would have been terrible Terrible in this climate Terrible in this Distracting no name versus J. Cole <laughs> climate. Oh man. But I just love that. He's just so pressed. He's so stressed that this girl is asking him all these questions. All these questions that a girlfriend would ask. Come on. Look, 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 look. This is how I always, always tell the difference between a woman and a hoe. You would never take you would never introduce a hoe to your mama. Plain and simple. Let's start the verse over. <laughs> now I'm riding through traffic with Tupac blasting. Where the bitches irritating from all these questions she asked. Like what bitches I fucked. When, how, and where. You ain't my main bitch, so why the fuck do you care? That's why bitches get fucked and turn around and get left. Somebody need to teach them less talk, more sex. I press when I'm stressed. My granny tell me I'm blessed. But why the fuck do Jesus Christ got me going through this shit? Everybody needs See, now we're getting into why he's so damn agitated, right? Because he's stressed. And you know how grandmas are. You you know how the older women are in your family. You know, Jesus is blessing you. God's blessing you. you know, even when you're going through your hardships and you're like, are you sure he's blessing me? Because I'm stressed as fuck right now. And these women aren't the only people who are stressing him out as he finishes the verse he he then goes into talking about the people in his environment, the people who are asking for handouts, the people who aren't really living that lifestyle and it's stressing them out. And now he's trying to numb the pain. Everybody needs favors. What happened if I go broke? Or say I ain't got it and buy my Lolo spokes Right up in your face, said I'll fuck you up like some mace So fuck your hand out, give a young nigga some space Give a nigga some ace, give me a blunt that's laced Sprinkle some molly in it, watch me take this shit to my face The snitches, the shooter, they took time away from his case Holy shit, oh love, where is the world today? This what I really be smoking, and I really be Come on, where is the world today? Isn't that crazy? How six years ago he's talking about a snitch, you know what I'm saying? Getting some time off, getting some time shaved off of his sentence. And then look at it. 
We got we got old boy running around doing songs with Nicki Minaj and Akon. Come on, man. Relatable content. So it goes to show that old boy is not the first of his kind. He's not, six nine is not the first of his kind. It's a constant circle. You know, the only thing that makes him so different is that he so his social media, his impact, social media impact is absolutely out of this world crazy. And before this man was even thought of, YG, he's so stressed. He's so stressed. He's talking about smoking some lace blunts. <laughs> like, come on, fam. He is on it. He, his mind is so full of stress and depression. And I remember the first time I heard this song, I said, yo, this is this is mad dark. What the fuck is going on with this dude? And I was getting ready to like literally skip to the next track to go to the next song. Because I was like, yo, this is mad depressing. And then all of a sudden... I heard Kendrick Lamar rap. Now, granted, when I listen to albums, I don't really like listening to the, uh, I don't really like watching the track list, you know, seeing who's featured on the albums because it kind of like distracts me in a way. And I want to have like no expectations when I listen to an album for the first time. But God damn it, man, Kendrick, he gives us a piece of vulnerability that we rarely get to see from him. This was like probably one of his most vulnerable verses since in a long time. And be, and like right after that, he gives us Duckworth and brings it full circle. But we but like Kendrick is such an, an enigma. He's so mysterious in a way. He gives us bits and pieces of his life, but never really that full story. You have to really listen and find these songs. And now Kendrick, he's basically taking us into his life and the people in his environment that he grew up around with, the people who raised him. And he's basically saying, I'm making the easiest money I can right now, but niggas is still dying, you know? Cause he literally recorded this verse on a, on a tour bus days after like Right after he heard the news of one of his childhood friends getting killed because he was losing childhood friends left and right months apart. And you can hear the pain. You can hear the the guilt and the struggle and the anger of him pursuing his rap career. But his friends are dying back home. Shit, to me it's one biggest lick I walk inside of a building Tell her A&R no, nigga strip Tell him I need all of my chips My life been no section 8 I've been a welfare case AFDC pump fake Meanwhile I'm grinding Cause drug money ain't like rap money Four white kilos, no bunny Equal one whole show dummy I'm on this tour bus and I'm fucked up I got a bad car, they kill braids They kill chair, my pick on me pup Puppy eyes on my face, bruh And I really been drinking What the fuck I really been smoking What the fuck 
I'm the sober one, but I'm so stressed out I can't focus. Hide out when I ride out, skip mask with the eyes out, speed pass in the cut, let's me a little Ocho. I'm a young nigga, hop out, two tears in a bucket. I feel like fuck it, the price of fame. Recognize my pain, it's all I know. All I want, but I'm out here though. Call my truth like vomit no. I'm on this tour bus and I'm fucked up. I got a bad call and it's all bad off OG with my OG and some OE but the dog Oh man, I really love that part where he like tells us that his friends are dead and he says that's why i really be drinking he's like and he's like why the fuck am i smoking you know what the fuck i'm the sober one is this how stressed out i am let me bring it back to y'all let me play that part like so now i pose this question where is the world today? I think we all know the answer to that. Black people are still being oppressed. And this song, the reason why I chose this song is because I think it is the perfect representation on what's going inside the mind of these protesters that are hitting the streets. This is what's going on inside of the mind of the young black men and women who are being killed at the hands of the police. Where is this world today? Where is it? Things are backwards, right? Street codes aren't really street codes. That's why I chose the name of this song because, excuse me, that's why I chose the name of this episode because YG asked that question. The minute he said the snitch is the shooter, they took time away from his case. Holy shit, oh Lord, where is the world today? The snitch is the shooter. They took time away from his case. Holy shit, oh Lord, where is the world today? It's what I really be smoking, and I really be drinking. It's what I really be smoking, and I really be drinking. It's what I really be smoking, and I really be drinking. Niggas was asking that same question before, um... All these protests started happening. They were asking that question when 6ix9ine was getting out of jail. Matter of fact, they were asking that question the minute that 6ix9ine's card got pulled. But you can apply that to this day, to this very moment on what's happening with the country. And sometimes it feels so hopeless that you have to ask yourself, where is the world today? Why is there so much injustice? That's why I really be smoking. That's why I really be drinking. And I don't, man, I haven't drank in a minute. I haven't drank in a long ass time. And I've never really smoked. Um, the ways that I numb the pain, honestly, is like I've said, I will watch, you know, some crazy ass cartoon shows. But like on more so on the dark side, I isolate myself from the rest of the world. You know, I shelter. Not healthy. Learning how to get past that. And, you know, now I journal, you know what I'm saying? I I watch it. I, I, I make myself a nice little fancy dinner, you know what I'm saying? A little mwah, mwah, mwah. You know, call me chef nigga, please. <laughs> so, like, we have to find ways to channel our anger, you know, to be more positive. Because the world is fucked up, Right? But as long as we find that inner peace within ourselves, then 
we can become the change that we want to see. We are responsible for our own happiness, man. You know, like, yo, I just had the most bomb ass crab cakes that I made myself. Okay, no, I didn't make it. It was actually frozen and I just heated it up in the oven. But you get the point. You get the point. And then I like talking to y'all every now and then, even though y'all don't really be responding to me because I'm just the one man band, man. You know, you're one and only host. But hey, what can I say? I get it. This song is what's going on inside the minds of these protesters. And even more, you know, this just touches this touches the surface. This just touches the surface. But hey, man, we're in charge of our own happiness. All right. Now let's get into the breakdown. Three songs that I've been playing in constant rotation all week. Yeah, all week. Yeah, I finally found some new stuff that I really enjoyed. So let's go on the R&B tip. Let's play a song from a guy named Avery Wilson. Hey man, if you know if you know uh current R&B, this guy can sing his fucking face off. This is Avery Wilson with his song called Dollar Bill. I promise you it's not depressing guys, even though it's a little sad, but not depressing, not depressing. I caught myself running away from who I really was for you. Just a young carefree man trying to have his fun But then I let you in too deep too soon I know I heard that voice in my head Saying watch out what you wish for Cause you might not be prepared Cause the way things start ain't never how they end But it's too late for that Cause I gave you Number two comes from another R&B artist who goes by the name of Jojo. And I've been jamming this shit left and right because it goes so hard. This is Jojo with her song called Man. You know me, I just don't stop. I've been down, but I'm back up. Know they all had a little crush Now they all want a little love I've been getting comfortable on my own And shit, loving it, I can't handle it So if I'm gonna love someone Well, damn, I'm gonna 
And song number three is a bit of a wild card. It's This is an artist that I just found when I was deep, deep, deep into the, you know, the algorithms, the shuffles, where you just let the song play. You know, we just let all these songs play out, and then you just find a song that just hits you in the face, and you're like, damn, it's a good-ass song. So song number three comes from an artist named Third Story, and it is called Hit the Ceiling. Strangers lying side by side Remember, y'all, all the songs, all the music that I played on this episode is now available on Spotify, Tidal, SoundCloud, Apple Music. All you really have to do is just look inside the episode description, click the links, and it's right there for you. Okay? It's really not that hard. But in the meantime, in between time, stay blessed, stay safe. Rolling's still out here. I'm still, I'm hearing people catching it left and right. Okay, I saw D.L. Hughley pass out on stage and now he has it. You know, this thing is still out here. And there are ways that you can still fight for justice and demand justice. Okay, let's never forget. We come from greatness. We come from greatness. We were built for this. So in the meantime, in between time, I'm out. Peace and love. My name is Doug. Oh, and most importantly, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, especially especially to the ones who are doing their jobs, you know, especially for the real fathers out there. Okay. Shout out to all y'all. Shout out to all y'all. Because let's, let's not get twisted. Y'all still matter just as much as mothers do. All right.